From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. On this, the Mother's Day edition of the WIA National News Service for May 12, 2013, I'm Graham, VK4BB. A hearing between Adobe Systems and others and Bill Corrales' Super Radio Network will be heard in the Federal Court of New South Wales Tuesday, 28 May. All affidavit evidence is required to be submitted by 15 of May for preliminary discovery, outline of submissions from prospective applicants required by the 20th and by respondents by the 23rd. The five applicants who have brought the case are Adobe Systems Incorporated, Adobe Systems Proprietary Limited, Microsoft Corporation, Microsoft Proprietary Limited, and Microsoft Regional Sales. This case relates to the super radio network stations in Australia allegedly using products without licences and allegedly communicating internally how to employ a crack to obtain unlicensed access. Less than a year after the decision to cite the revolutionary square kilometre array in South Africa and part here in Australia, the SKA organisation announced that it has just opened its new international headquarters building, which was constructed in, would you believe, just six months. The opening ceremony for the building, which will be home to the team managing the construction, design and scientific output of this groundbreaking telescope, was observed by an invited audience of global dignitaries, scientists and engineers. The Square Kilometre Array is a radio telescope that's planned to be built over eight years, commencing in 2016, in the remote and radio-quiet deserts of Australia and Southern Africa. The SKA will comprise thousands of radio telescopes which will be located in these two desert locations and will also have dishes and antennas spread over thousands of kilometres to create one single giant telescope. Have you prepared for the last weekend in May? The 2013 WIA AGM and Conference. We'll be using the Fremantle VK6RFM repeater for conference traffic. Maintained by the WA Repeater Group, you can set your radio up using 146.950 as the output frequency and 146.350 as the input. Thanks to Don VK6DN, the repeater also hosts Echolink and IRLP, so you can make contact with home base from your hotel room all throughout Fremantle and beyond. The Echolink node number is 170709, that's 170709, and IRLP node number is 6200, that's 6200. Those numbers can also be found online at vk6.net, where you'll find a full list of repeaters and beacons in VK6. Check the frequencies online, and if you're consulting this month's AR magazine, the Gremlins got in and some of the frequencies there show the input frequency rather than the output frequency for some repeaters. The 2013 WIA AGM and Conference. It's all about engaging, learning, appreciating, socialising and discovering. You'll find all the information online at the VK6 conference site, conference.vk6.net. VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. Whipping around Australia we go. VK1, VI100ACT, commemorates the centenary of Canberra, capital of Australia. Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club members are activating the special event call sign till 31 December on low frequencies through to VHF using multiple modes. VK2 and next weekend, Amateur Radio New South Wales will be conducting a foundation course at VK2WI Dural on Saturday the 19th and Sunday the 20th. Sunday the 20th there will be assessments for all licence grades. Bookings are required by email. 
On the following Sunday, May 27, it will be the regular bi-monthly Trash and Treasure, as usual, at VK2WI Dural. VK7 and due to the analogue TV switch-off down in Tassie, they've removed the CTCSS tone from their 6-metre repeater and therefore there's been a resurgence of 6-metre activity in southern VK7. VK9 now, SOTA classified. The VK9, Australian External Territories call area, now has summits classified under the summits of the air and they are as follows. There is one summit on Christmas Island, two summits on Norfolk Island, Four summits on Lord Howe Island, and they can be used from May 1. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Central North area, it can be heard on the VK5 RH repeater 146.925. At 9am Sunday, I'm Brett, VK5 ZII. The Wireless Institute of Australia paves the way for new amateurs to our bands. What use is an F-call? When you get introduced to amateur radio, your likely first step is to get a foundation licence. That's not always been the case. The foundation licence has only been in existence since October 2005. I say only because amateur radio has been around for over 100 years. For example, the Wireless Institute of Australia, the WIA, celebrated its centenary in 2010 there are currently more than 2,300 foundation licences active. Said in another way, over 14% of amateur licences are foundation licences. My question is this. If there are more foundation licences than there are standard licences, why don't we hear more of them on air? Recently, I participated in a contest as a QRP station. That means I halved my allowable power from 10 watts down to 5 watts to participate to see what the impact might be, given that I'm aiming to contact 100 countries using my F-call and 5 watts. During the 16 hours I participated in the contest, I made contacts with 45 different stations. 80% of those were advanced calls. Only 9% of those call signs heard were foundation calls. You might argue that because a foundation licensee is only allowed 10 watts, they cannot be heard. But I made 185 actual contacts across four states, hardly the mark of someone who could not be heard. Perhaps my setup was better than those of other foundation licensees. But I don't think that this is what makes the difference. I think they're just not on air. Perhaps you're an F-call and you're not on air. What's stopping you from using your call and making your contribution to the airwaves? Perhaps you hold a different licence. Perhaps you might ask an F-call you meet if they're on air or not. And if so, why? I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot, Lima Alpha Bravo. Get your personalised WIA email address today. The WIA, through its email server, allows you to establish your call sign at wia.org.au with all emails sent to this address automatically forwarded to either your home or work email account. This provides you with one consistent email address. And should you ever change ISP, then having a WIA address means that your friends and colleagues will still be able to email you without the need for individually providing them with your new address. All you need to do is simply advise us of your new address through a form on our website and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. A further benefit of having a WIA address is in receiving informative amateur radio news as it breaks sent directly to your inbox. 
Obtaining your WIA email address is really quite easy. Simply visit our website, www.wia.org.au, click on Member Services, then select Email Address and fill out the application form. From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. With international news, I'm Jason VK2LAW on this, the Mother's Day edition of WIA National News. The RAC Board of Directors have announced the selection of Scott Wood, Victor Echo 1 Quebec Delta of Halifax, Nova Scotia, as the Canadian Radio Amateur of the Year for 2012. VE1QD celebrated 60 years in amateur radio in 2012. Over these years, he has contributed enormously and in many and varied ways to both our hobby and to radio in general. In his youth as a net controller in the Oregon State Fire Service, later as a radio operator in the U.S. Naval Reserve, as a member of the Board of Directors for Radio for Peace International in contesting and DXing, and in Elmering aspiring new hams both young and old. However, it is the leadership in amateur radio that Scott has demonstrated locally, regionally and internationally that is being recognised with this award. Scott has demonstrated vision, enthusiasm, dogged determination and commitment to excellence in the area of amateur radio DXing through the establishment and management of the Maritime DX Forum for eight consecutive years. Scott envisioned the forum to be a venue where DXs in the region could come together annually to hear world-class, as well as local DX experts, speak about important and current DX topics, and to provide a forum in which to share ideas with some of the best operators and leaders within the amateur radio community. A presentation will be made to Scott by the RAC President at the RAC booth at the Dayton Hamfest this month. Spring 2013 5MHz newsletter now available. The Spring 2013 edition of the 5 MHz newsletter is now available for free download. This edition features news about 5 MHz amateur band allocations, the latest update of the worldwide amateur 5 MHz allocation chart, plus stories on 5 MHz web software-defined radios, and much more. The SARL is planning to hold a Youth Week in mid-February 2014 to coincide with the ARRL School Club Roundup from the 11th to the 15th of February. SARL's newly appointed youth counsellor, Gerhard Kotze, Zulu Sierra 3 Tango Golf, is looking for input and suggestions on the type of activity young amateurs in South Africa would like to see included. Ireland's Southeastern Amateur Radio Group will, for the sixth consecutive year, take part in the Geoparks Communications Weekend, which takes place over the weekend of the 25th and 26th of May, to coincide with European Geoparks Week. The event is coordinated by Martin Gov 3 Victor Oscar Foxtrot of the Riviera Amateur Radio Group and awards are available for working geopark stations including the main station Golf Bravo 6, Golf Echo Oscar. Although most activity is in Europe, a number of stations will be QRV from geoparks around the world. S-E-A-R-G will be QRV as Echo India 2, Golf Echo Oscar from the Copper Coast Geopark in County Waterford. As the Geopark event is not a contest, operation tends to be relaxed with ample time and an ideal location to experiment with antennas. There is also a strong social aspect to the event with barbecue and drinks on the Saturday night. Activity will be mainly on HF, SSB and CW. 
The Copper Coast European Geopark is located here on the southeast coast of Ireland. SEARG would like to thank Paula McCarthy from the Copper Coast Geopark Management for taking for making this excellent site available to us over the past number of years. For the WIA National News, I'm Aidan Echo India 7, Juliet Charlie. A well-known group of DXers says that they're working on getting permission to operate from North Korea, which is the most wanted DXCC entity in the world. Amateur Radio Newsline's Cheryl Lasik, K9BIK, reports. The Intrepid DX Group, in partnership with the Worldwide DX Group, says that for the past four years that they have been working with professionals in the business and tourism industries who are actively doing business in North Korea. In a widely circulated press statement, the organizations note that they have prepared a comprehensive multifaceted proposal which has been delivered to the North Korean officials via their emissary located in China. Also that several members of the combined group's leadership and advisory team have made multiple visits to the region and are advising the overall groups accordingly. The DXers say that they are using the same techniques that were successful in opening up Kurdistan, the South Sudan and Yemen to de-expedition activity. They add that they're leveraging their ideas and contacts towards the goal of a major de-expedition over a four-week period from within the North Korea border. As we go to air, no date for such an operation to take place has even been speculated. And finally this week, the story of a new book for new and potential hams. Riding the Short Waves, Exploring the Magic of Amateur Radio, is a new book by author Don Keith, N4KC, that contains material of special interest to newcomers to ham radio and those thinking of joining its ranks. This includes easy-to-understand chapters on antennas, choosing a first station, and a tour of the amateur radio high-frequency bands. There are also short fictional and satirical pieces that use humor or drama to show the various facets of the hobby. According to Keith, that's why he took the approach that he did. I felt there was a need for a book for people who are just on the verge of either committing to ham radio or walking away from it. So I had to think about what's keeping people from entering the hobby. What would it take to kind of push them over the cliff? Keith also notes that it's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time and in the right situation for ham radio to become part of someone's life. That was my case. My dad was not a ham. He was a television repairman. He had a shortwave receiver, and we used to sit around and listen to the hams and listen to Sputnik and all sorts of stuff like that, and the bug bit. Keith's book also counters the notion that Facebook, the web, Twitter, smartphones, and other new technology have made amateur radio obsolete. On the contrary, the author maintains in its 100th year, the hobby is more vibrant and exciting than ever. For the Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Cheryl Essek, K9BIK, in Zion, Illinois. When you're north of Sydney and south of Newcastle, you can hear the VK1WIA news broadcast each Sunday morning at 10am from the VK2RAG repeaters on 146.725 and 53.725 MHz, thanks to the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. On this, the Mother's Day weekend, I'm Felix VK for a few Q with Operational News Dateline 2013. VK Trans Tasman Contest May 11. 80 metres phone Trans Tasman Contest 11 May 8 pm to 2 am. The popular 80 metres phone Trans Tasman Contest is coming around again and will be held on Saturday the 11th of May 2013 from 8 pm to 2 am New Zealand Standard Time. As usual, your best five hours of the six count towards the final result. Yes, the only news your WIA news as of this actually comes from ZL, so you may have to convert times. Contact as many ZLs and VKs as you can each hour on 80 metres SSB. 
Bonus points for QRP and for each group of five different call areas. Full rules and last year's results are over at our own WIA contest pages. The contest logging software VKCL has been updated to cover the latest revision of the rules. This is always a great night of contesting, not too long or too serious, but there's enough activity and challenge for an enjoyable evening. For extra fun, many stations go portable with simple wire antennas. The Day of the Whales will be held 18 and 19 of May. BK Shire's June Long Weekend 0600 hours UTC Saturday June 8 ends 0600 hours UTC June 9. Worldwide International Museums Weekends June 15 and 16 and 22-23. 160 metres phone and 80-160 CW and digital trans-Tasman contest. 20 July 8pm to 2am. The 160 metre phone contest in July is always popular with 160 metre enthusiasts and it's a great chance to have a go on the band or to go portable with simple antennas. The Trans-Tasman CW and digital contests are held on the same night. They can be entered separately or combined with the 160m phone to compete in the multi-mode category. This is a great opportunity for clubs and other multi-op stations to work both bands in all modes with two transmitters. CW scores double points this year. Rules and results again on the WIA page above. Special event stations DX and Beacon and NetAdvice. To promote amateur radio in the WIA AGM, listen out for VI103WIA during that AGM weekend. And a reminder that that weekend's WIA news will come direct from the AGM venue in Perth, and Bob and Anna will give us all the news that weekend that has taken place at the AGM. Also, if you are a rebroadcaster or have set up automated relays of the news, to find out where and when that weekend's news is available, you must be subscribed to the Yahoo group called WIA Broadcasters. If you are not sure if you are, that is a group that sends you the weekly total tele-sheet of listeners to your broadcast outlet. Celebrating St. Cyril and Methodius Day. Now here's a rather interesting one. A special event station signing LZ2013KM will be activated by members of the Bulgarian Federation of Radio Amateurs until May the 31st. This operation is to celebrate a national holiday known as St. Cyril and Methodius Day. Operation will be on all the high-frequency bands, with QSLs going only via the LZ Bureau. And who were St. Cyril and Methodius, you ask? Well, they were the creators of the Cryolic Alphabet, and we thought you might like to know. JA9LSZ is reported to be currently active from Nepal as 9N7SZ. His operation is on the high-frequency bands only. If you work 9N7SZ, please QSL to JA9LSZ. In the USA, the Armed Forces Day cross-band military amateur radio communications test is where the Army, Air Force, Navy, Marine Corps and Coast Guard co-sponsored the annual military amateur radio communications test in celebration of the 63rd anniversary of Armed Forces Day. Although the actual Armed Forces Day is celebrated on Saturday, May 18, 2013, the AFD military amateur radio cross-band communications test will be conducted this weekend, 11 May, to prevent conflict with the Dayton Hamvention which is the same weekend as the actual Armed Forces Day. The annual celebration features traditional military to amateur cross-band communications, SSB voice and Morse code tests. These tests give amateur radio operators and shortwave listeners an opportunity to demonstrate their individual technical skills and to receive recognition from the appropriate military radio station for their proven expertise. QSL cards will be provided to those stations making contact with the military stations. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham.
from the WIA News Hub in Hobart and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. The Q News Workbench, the nuts and bolts report, measure twice, cut once. WI Front Page News says, though they be but little, they are fierce. The most powerful batteries in the planet are only a few millimetres in size, yet they pack such a punch that a WIA member could use a mobile phone powered by these batteries to jumpstart a dead car battery and then recharge a phone in the blink of an eye. Developed by researchers at the University of Illinois, the new micro batteries outpower even the best supercapacitors and could drive new applications in radio communications and compact electronics, even our ham radios. The new micro batteries offer both power and energy, and by tweaking the structure a bit, the researchers can tune them over a wide range on the power versus energy scale. The batteries owe their high performance to their internal three-dimensional microstructure. Batteries have two key components, the anode, minus side, and the cathode, the plus side. The National Scientific Foundation Air Force Office of Scientific Research supported this work in the USA. For the WIA National News, I'm Rick Polden, VK7RI. Hi, this is Graham, VK4BB, stepping in this time, this week, for Robert, VK3DN, with the special interest group news, as Robert's a little laid up with a lurgy. Tark does Ardiff, and not the old 20 to a pack Ardiffs. This is the ARDF Amateur Radio Direction Finding Group. If you're in the vicinity of the Townsville region, Saturday, June 1, and you want to get involved in a fox hunt, then Tony, VK4TJS, wants to hear from you. The fox hunt will start at Apex Park Kelso at 1pm and you have until the 28th of May to get your attendance numbers in for the fox hunt. There will be activities for all family members to participate in during the fox hunt and things will end up with some in-flight catering. You access Apex Park by turning off Riverway Drive. That's just opposite the Kelso Medical Centre. Nice and handy. To cater for the event, Tony does need to know attendance numbers. So who do you have to call? Tony VK for TJS, of course. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, where every pixel tells a story. Webinar recording first transatlantic shortwave message now online. A webinar archive presentation surrounding the story of the first transatlantic shortwave message, which involved several Radio Club of America members and station 1BCG, is now available for viewing online. To access the recording, take your web browser to the address in the text edition of this, the WIA National News Service, Best read at wia.org.au. The 1921 Transatlantic Test by Frank Donovan, Whiskey 3, Lima Popa Lima webinar recording, is being hosted at the website of the Worldwide Radio Operators Foundation. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, CW. First Class CW Ops Club celebrates 75 years. We've mentioned it before, but a reminder that members of the First Class CW Operators Club have taken to the air through May with many using special calls, this to celebrate the 75th anniversary of that organisation. Nearly 50 special FOC suffix calls and six calls with unique prefixes are being heard on the bands throughout this month. Special call GB75FOC will be activated by a group of English members each day and special versions of the club call Golf4FOC will be used in non-English UK countries. In addition, the call M0RSE or Morse will be on the air as well. An FOC75 award will be available at the three levels of bronze, silver and gold. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Digital, Comparison of Ham Radio Digital Modes. Tony K2MO has released a video comparing PSK31 
and MT-63-500 on long path between New Zealand and New York. He says, and I quote, I've been testing several modes with Fergus ZL2FV on 20 metres. The long distance path from New Zealand to New York tends to be quite unstable and that makes for difficult copy with modes that are susceptible to the effects of multipath and other types of ionospheric distortion. We tested a mode with lots of error correction, MT63-500, and another PSK31 with no error connection. I plan on testing a few more modes under more adverse conditions and will post a follow-up video ASAP. You can watch Digital Mode Comparison, MT63500, PSK31, New Zealand to New York, just by doing a Google. Worldwide Special Interest Group's The Final Frontier, VO52, the satellite completes eight years in orbit. Sunday, May 5, AMSAT India's VO52 completed eight years in orbit. During this time, it's proved to be a valuable communications resource for the amateur radio community. The overall health parameters are excellent, and it's hoped that transponders on board HAMSAT VO52 will continue to render good services for many more years to come. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Weiss and SA have some 20 volunteers assisting at the Rally of South Australia event, which is part of the Australian Car Rally series, Friday 24, Saturday 25 and Sunday 26 of May. Weiss and still have a few spots empty in the draft roster for the event that's being coordinated by Charlie, VK5KDK, and Nick, VK5ZAT. Weiss and SA will be handling scoring traffic between each stage and rally headquarters. This will involve voice links at each stage, as well as computer links to send the scores to rally headquarters. Extra volunteers who are considering assisting on the day during the weekend would be welcome. It's being coordinated again by VK5KDK and 5ZAT. And Saturday, June 8, Mallee Rally, Sea Lake. The contact there, Paul Elby, Victor Kilo 3, Yankee, Yankee Foxtrot. Locally produced, nationally voiced, globally heard. We are VK1WIA. What is it we say? We've reached the end of WIA National News for another week, a special week, Mum's Day week. Now those that are listening to or are reading the early edition, May 11, VK3, 4 and 6 are the Hamfests, Moorabbin District, Barkfest at Mount Cravat and Hills Amateur Radio Group's Hagfest. May 24, 26, now it's only a fortnight away as the WIA AGM and Conference in Perth Now, we only have one more broadcast before that weekend. So hopefully by now, all our rebroadcasters, everybody that records the news for later replay on repeaters, etc., have subscribed to the WIA Broadcasters Yahoo group because that's where you're going to find out when the WIA AGM broadcast is ready to download. It will be later and very well may be on a different URL, a different website. So the only way you're going to find out is by making sure you're subscribed to WIA Broadcasters at yahoogroups.com. And also, might I add for those of you that are making the way to the WIA AGM in Perth and those in Perth, when you're there, buttonhole all the WIA boffins and let them know that you'd like to hear what's going on at your WIA on the WIA National News Broadcast. We're always looking for news from the WIA. This week, as a point of interest, we had had nothing on the Harry Angel Memorial Sprint. We've had nothing 
really on what's going to happen at the WIA AGM itself. Apart from all those great little pieces that Ono was sending in, and he did that for something like 26 weeks leading up to the AGM. So he certainly did go above and beyond. Thanks there, Ono. Anyway, while you're there, ask the WIA members and the WIA officials, all those that help, to get WIA National News, the weekly news, and also send it off to the webmaster, Robert Broomhead, and Tim, to make sure that it gets put on WIA front page news. Alrighty, let's move on. July 20, VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest. There's a Hamfest, or it's called Sarkfest. That's August 11 in VK2, 414 Richmond Hill, just near Lismore. August 17, 18, worldwide, it's the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. October 3 to 7 in VK4, the North Queensland Amateur Radio Convention, Charters Towers. November 2nd in VK4, Gold Coast ARS Hamfest at Albert Waterways Hall. That's just near the casino. November 3 in VK5, Hamfest, the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society at Goodwood. November 15 to 17 in VK3, Victorian National Parks Weekend. November 24 in VK3, Southern Peninsula Amateur Radio Club, the Rosebud Radio Fest. Remember, if you'd like to submit news items for inclusion in the VK1 WIA broadcasts, email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au and to submit audio, read how to submit items in the weekly news page when you visit wia.org.au. And we certainly hope you visit us again next week right here on your favourite radio station, podcast or however you pick up the weekly news broadcasts from the WIA. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.